live. Uh, if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, welcome back to the channel. If you're viewing from the uh, Facebook group feed, uh, welcome, welcome back to the group. So I recently had a conversation with, uh, with a fellow investor and we started talking about things like uh, inflation and appreciation and where we're going with this economy and, and what we should be charging for rents, or in my case, what I should be charging or what I should be trying to get for, uh, for my seller finance deals. How should I, you know, how I should structure those deals. And right now, if you go out and you look at tools like Rentometer, you look at, uh, for rent.com or any of those, any of those sites that, that, uh, you would normally use for rental comps. Um, it does seem like number one, it does seem like rental comps are, can be, they can be all over the place. Like they can be vastly different in any given area. And also uh, the problem that I have with those rental comps is they don't take into account uh, the property itself. Like you have to dig into it. You have to go in and maybe go in and look at pictures and see if, you know, if the property that you are trying to either rent or, or sell on owner financing, you're going to have to, you have to look at the pictures and, and find out, you know, try and gauge uh, where, where the quality of your, uh, uh, where the quality of your rental or the quality of your house lies there. So, uh, so what we ended up doing was coming up with a different way of evaluating what rental values should be in a particular area. And we do that based upon median household income. So, and by the way, this this median house, this this calculation that we do, it's going to spit out. It's going to give you a number that is going to be on the uh, probably on the higher end of the spectrum as it relates to rental rates, or uh, in my case, principal principal interest taxes and insurance. Um, so let me just jump into this. Let me show you what I'm talking about and kind of explain. Uh, the logic behind what we're doing here. So quickly share a screen. All right. So I am here on the website incomebyzipcode.com. Incomebyzipcode.com. All right. And what I'm going to do, I am going to I am going to search for the median household income in a particular zip code that, that I am buying in. So I'm going to go ahead and select my state here, select Missouri. I've done a few lookups already, but let's pick out, uh, let's pick out one at random. Let's do, um, 63301. I hit search and it brings me up my search results and it's this top one right here. So 63301. And that is the correct area. By the way, this is, if you're going to look up individual zip codes, which probably most of you will be doing, um, this is a free service. If you're trying to download uh, just gobs of data, uh, you're trying to download information in multiple zip codes, there is a fee. I don't know what that is because I've never, I've never purchased uh, from the site. But So let's take a look. Uh, our search results, now this is median household income and average household income. We like to use median because it is the, this is the more conservative approach and we like to be as conservative as we can 
um, you know, we don't want to get, get ourselves uh, over leveraged or get ourselves in a, in a situation where we've made a bad decision. So uh, median is going to be the truer number. And I'm sure most of you know this already, but the median number is actually the number that is right in between this right smack in the middle of what the lowest number is and what the highest number is. So it's right in the middle. And for this particular zip code, now this is uh, St. Charles is, it, it is just one city that takes up this entire zip code. But some of the results, you're gonna have multiple cities in a zip code, you just have to pick the right city where the property is that you're gonna buy. My case, it would be St. Charles. The median income is $68,486 per year. Now that's gross. So let's think about this. If I know that in my in my leases when I used to do when I used to do rentals, uh, but certainly now in the deals that I structure on uh, for seller financing, um, I just I want to make sure that the individual that is buying from me, or if you're a landlord, the person that's renting from you, you want to make sure that they can they make a minimum amount of money per month. And in most cases, in most of your leases, your standard leases out there, that number is three times. They need to they need to make three times what you are charging them for rent, or in my case, uh, a seller finance PITI. Uh, so let's do some quick math here. This is very very simple. It, it, this is not uh, this is not rocket science. So let's say uh, it's only sharing. Okay, it's not going to share my calculator, but that's okay. I'll I'll uh, I'll talk it out. So sixty-eight thousand four hundred eighty-six per year is the median income in St. Charles. We're going to divide that by twelve for twelve months in a year. So on average, uh, let me take that back. The median, not average, the median household income is five thousand seven hundred seven per month. That is the median income for the city of St. Charles. All right. So knowing that, if we are going to, uh, if we are, if we are looking for a, a kind of a general, um, a general number that we can, we can charge for our rents, um, all we got to do is figure that, well, you know, we're looking for somebody who makes at least three times what we're going to charge for rent. So all we have to do is divide this number by three. And we know that our rental rates in that area, now again, this is gonna be on the high end, but our rental rates in that area can support up to $1,900 per month. So um, we are going to then, we're gonna charge accordingly. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna ask for, um, we're gonna ask for this amount. Uh, of course, we're gonna bounce that off of other, um, of other rental comps and things like that and make sure that we're not overpricing uh, our product, but in general, you should be able to uh, get this rent. Now, again, this is going to have to be a probably a nicer a nicer home in that area. You know, if it's going to be uh, you know some uh, uh, some crappy house somewhere that uh, you're going to try and pull this this type of rent out of, then it's probably not going to work out. Who knows? Maybe it will. I don't know. Um, but just understand that that area. We're looking more for what the area can afford versus what the property itself can afford. And so then we can adjust accordingly. So if I know, 
maybe I have rental comps that come back at 1500 per month, right? That's the, that's the best rental comp I can find. But, you know, uh, I'm showing 1902. I'm probably going to have to adjust uh, my rental rates there a little bit. But, uh, but at least you know, using this method, what the area can support. And that's probably more important um, than going out and buying a piece of property in an area and expecting to get a certain amount of rent or, or cash flow off of it, but the area won't support it. So that's why we do this. Um, real simple math, but check out this website, incomebyzipcode.com, incomebyzipcode.com. I'm sure there's others out there that do the same thing. Uh, I looked at Melissa data. Uh, it's a really common one. They, they collect, collect a lot of information on Melissa data, but this was just much easier to use. And again, you could, you could go out to the Census Bureau, you go to census.gov and find this information, but it's super hard to dig around in those sites. But anyway, that's a strategy. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you guys on the flip side.